Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. C-Red Fred, one more. Uh, Bulls win. Give me one more for CHGO Blackhawks. Uh, Bulls win. And take one for yourself because you're awesome. Uh, Bulls win. Oh, it feels good. It's awesome. Welcome into the CHGO Bulls post-game show. I am Big Dave. Follow me at Ball Sports. That is my man, Joey Spathis. Follow him at Joey Spathis. And over here to our left is the man, the myth, the legend himself, C-Red Fred. Follow him at C-B-E Fred. Bulls won in overtime. Oh, my goodness. 120 to 113 was the final score. Fred, this was absolutely amazing and awesome. The Bulls shot better from the field. They shot better from three. They shot better from the free throw line. They had more assists. They had more total rebounds. They had more fast break points, more steals, more offensive rebounds, and points of turnovers, 25 to 19, in favor of the Bulls. Eight, I believe seven people in double figures for the Bulls tonight. All the starting seven. five were in double figures it was just a fun game. I haven't had this much fun watching a Bulls game all season long. This was fun for me. How about you, Fred? Oh, beyond fun. I mean, we're back. I, I really think we gained a half game on the Raptors in the race for uh, the 10th seed. <laughs> okay, so let's do it. We're not that far away. No, I mean, you got to celebrate a victory like this. One of the greatest experiences in my life to see Russo <laughs> uh, hit that three to bring us into overtime was incredible. I'm glad I had an impact on Vooch. Uh, he was... <laughs> He was two for four from the three-point line today, and you knew that opened up everything from there, from that point forward. I, I thought he did an excellent job tonight, and I'm glad that uh, you know his ability to hit the three really opened it up for the, the whole team. I, I, I did not expect that, I will admit. Like, I mean, I, I was pretty harsh. I, mean, I think, uh, would you define it as harsh in the pregame? Probably harsh. so. But, I mean, there's other guys <laughs> in this team that we have to highlight. The killer sees Kobe, Carter, uh-huh. uh Craig and Caruso uh-huh. and Drummond mm-hmm. it was 80-80, and then they brought it up to 92-80. Absolutely fantastic job to start the fourth. That unit was absolutely awesome. 
they won't get credit. People will forget about it. But that those five guys really did it an excellent job tonight. They I'll did never it. forget it. They did a great job. It was an amazing win. We're going to check in with our guy, uh, Will the Go Gottlieb, from that UC. But, man, look what I got. I got happy hat throws. These are happy hat throws going on tonight. <laughs> that is for joy right there. And also, Fred, we got a special guest for you, my friend. Wait, wait. I do I do need a second here to uh, configure our guest. He's going to configure the guest out. I got somebody special coming in oh, just no. for you. Somebody oh, no. special coming in just for you. Another happy hat throw gets thrown right there. I can't wait. But in the meantime, between time, while we figure this out. <laughs> I think I see. Man, oh, let me get into Vooch. For oh, wait, do, do you want to bring in the special? You want to do it now? You want to bring you in, do in it like now? a surprise guest? We can't. Well, let's do it now, then. Let's make him wait for half an hour. There he is! <laughs> 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 the one, the only. Look how happy he is. Oh, Follow my him God. at MK Hoops. We are talking to win. Oh, my God, the world is going to explode. First, we saw Braggs and Fred together. Now we see Markay and Fred together. Oh, he's What is brother. going on? Markay, how you yeah. feeling, my man? Good to see you, my man. I'm How's feeling it going good. out there? How are you guys? How are you guys? Yeah. Look, <laughs> I, am, I am awesome. This yeah. is a great time, a great win. Thanks for coming on and joining us, man. Seeing your guy, C Red Fred, here. Say, oh, there's a <laughs> look at him. Pulling out the dent. Oh, he's going heavy into the prop bag. I've got him already. He's going yeah. heavy in. 40 Denzel Valentine cards I've been giving out to my uh, closest friends over the years. What so about the old other he's five? He's got one of them. The other five? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? It's so good to see you, Mark. How you doing, brother? Oh, my God. You look so I'm happy after that game. Do you know, Vooch having that level of performance tonight, when you were on the podcast, is just... Chef kiss. It really is just absolutely oh. perfect. It's a synergy. The, the universe was telling us something tonight. Um, so I'm very, very happy tonight. Frederick, it's good to see you. Dave, it's always good to see you. My it's man. fun seeing a Bulls win. They played well. It was actually, is it, is it weird actually enjoying a Bulls game for a change? I, I kind of feel weird. I thoroughly enjoyed this game. It was my favorite game of the season so far. My second favorite game was watching them play in the fourth quarter against the Celtics yeah. and them just going with a small ball lineup. That was my other favorite game that they played. So this is definitely an upgrade sitting here watching this. But uh, Marque touched on it, man. Touched on Vooch and, and the game that he had, man. 29 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, Fred. You talked about the three-pointers that he hit with Key. But I mean, from three. 11 of 21 from the field. First of all, getting 21 shots is just awesome for him. But he also got to the line six times. That's something he really doesn't usually do. And he hit some key free throws as well. Yeah, I was a little disturbed, to be honest, because, I mean, oh, Lord. he played, he played – <laughs> He played so well. I'm like, where has this version of this guy been? So energetic, so excited. Just because he reprised his Orlando role as the primary offensive force on the team. I just wish I, I'd see more of that through the, throughout the year. I don't think we'd be in this position if he had played with such energy and you know hit the three. Uh, but that said, I can't, you can't help but be happy with his effort tonight. He did a great job, and I'm glad I had an impact on him. I mean, you tried to help wrong. yourself from being yeah. happy about it. I, I sat there and <laughs> watched did. that game with yeah. you. You tried your best. How about Drummond with 14 rebounds? No, no, get minutes. back. Mm -mm, Let's come, back. come back. Come back. Right, come back to Vooch, sir. We got to stay right there on Vooch. We got to stay right there, sir. It was a joy sitting there watching that game with you and great. enjoying that with Vooch. But yeah. he really, truly did great. I loved his game offensively. He was definitely aggressive. He was okay defensively. He wasn't terrible. Like, I, I didn't no, he hear was you losing your mind over no, here about I, him defensively. But, Marque, uh, how did you feel about uh, Vooch's performance tonight overall? 
He was really good. And importantly, he wasn't like looking away from the three-point line. We know how the Bucks like to guard Vooch. They like they drop off. Brook Lopez will drop off. The, the point is for, or they want to allow that above the break uh, three for Vooch. He only had four threes tonight, but it's four more than maybe he's had on previous nights. Uh, sunk two of those four threes. So he played really well, had a really good floor game as well. Six assists, got on the glass as he typically does. But his offense came in rhythm. It came, it came, yeah, it came in rhythm. He was playing off everyone else, even though he had big numbers. It didn't feel like a Vooch-centric night, so to speak. So, I don't think this was like an Orlando Vooch game at all because he was still playing a role, still fitting in with what they were trying to do. It's not like they were going to him on the block every single possession and just letting him cook from that point of view. They were just running good offense, and because everyone else was in flow and creating and doing those sorts of things, Vooch was able to sort of be a piece within the offense tonight. So, yeah, the way the whole thing connected, I think that's the story of this game. Every single guy that came in did a thing. Virtually every player that played tonight was double figures in points as well. So even though he had the 29 points, it wasn't a Vooch-centric game, I don't think, or a Vooch-centric offense. It just felt like the ball had an energy tonight. Like the movements, I talked about like the movements, the cutting, like guys were just playing. They weren't, they were just reacting, but they knew what they were actually were doing. Like it was more movement in this game than I've seen in any game that they played uh, this year. No doubt about that. They moved the ball very well. I mean, maybe that is a reflection on Zach and and DeMar that maybe there is something with this team that, you know, without those two guys, there is definitely more team oriented play. Um, I was shocked. I got to be honest with you. I expect them to get waxed tonight. Yeah, I am a big defender of Zach. I am a big defender of DeMar. But I think this should hopefully send a message to the front office that, hey, we could maybe possibly move on from those guys. You're not going to get – I mean, I say you're not going to get anything for Vooch, but it's possible if he keeps on playing like this, you're going to get something for him. Mm-hmm. You could still possibly move those guys. And let's, let's play with – see what we got here with these younger guys. I mean, I thought Io was fantastic tonight. Kobe, yeah. Yeah. fantastic tonight. Patrick Williams had some really nice moments. How can you not be excited about those three and the way they played tonight when they got the opportunity to play and really, you know, do their thing? So um, I can't say enough about the effort from those three, specifically to those young guys. Um, And then also Caruso, absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. Hits the three to get to an overtime. (laughs) The guy's just an awesome player. I mean, and just when he, when he went out of there, uh, when it was 92, 80, they came back, you know, Mm -hmm. suddenly, but he gets back out there. He just makes such a difference on a defensive end. I love that guy, and uh, I think this team would drop off, drop off significantly if he was traded. Yeah, I think you got a point there. Uh, go ahead, Marquez. No, I was just going to say, like, it, it would dramatically drop off if you do trade him. But I, I, I don't know about you guys, but as I was watching that game, what I was trying to pass through was, like, how much is this just the one-game thing with this team flying around, doing the thing that they need to do just because Zach and DeMar aren't there? They had to do all the little things to make it all work versus how much are the Bucks frauds and not that good and their defense is actually really bad and sort of enabled this type of performance i don't want to get over you know carried away and overreact to this whole thing because i think it was a combination of all of that but the way the bulls play tonight i think really does come back to you know who is on this team what these stars do or don't enable you to do and and how these role guys kind of have to be forced into a position where they need to stand up and how the team needs to move move the ball just to survive against a team like the Bucks. So that's what I was thinking about the whole time watching this game is like, how do you contextualize this one game and the fact that you don't have DeMar and Zach? And people are going to go overboard right now because one, we've been starving for a win. We haven't seen a win for a long time. 
So the fact that they got a win against the Bucks in the manner they did without Demar and Zach, there's going to be takes flying around, which some will have there'll be some validity to it. But at the same time, like how we pass it all and try to work through what's actually real and what's not, like that's going to be the fascinating part. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that, and and those takes are going to fly. Okay, yeah. they're going to be out of here, and I mean out of here, and. Maybe some of them, I mean, this leads some credibility to it, though. Absolutely. Because it's not just the win that they got. It's the way the team looked, and it's the way that they played, man, and the effort. And y'all know I hate teams with no effort, and I can't stand when the Bulls play with no effort. But they had it literally from the jump, and it just felt like a regular game that we had watched previously when it started. Remember, they got off to the hot start. I believe quick, what, 9-0 run yeah. that they went on uh, on the Bulls. And Terrible. Just felt like it was about to be, you know, business as usual we were going to see. And we were always already talking about, well, which rookies do we want to see get out there and, you know, get some time in this game because we just thought that's what it was going to be. But it showed a lot about their resiliency. I think Vooch did a great job in that first quarter of getting everything kind of settled because you mentioned hitting, hitting those threes. But his passing, I thought, was, was extra Excellent. crisp. And he was finding the right man. And you mentioned Ayo also. Like, he, if, I mean, I know Kobe, I'm going to get into him later for sure. But man, the way Ayo played, because Ayo definitely was one of those guys that set the tone too in that first quarter. Yeah, I think you're, you're right, though. It does bring credence to let's go with this. Like, I, I'm, I'm all on board after watching this tonight. This was the best effort, <laughs> most excited I've been let's all go. year probably watching the game. Let's, let's do it. Let's go. If Zach doesn't want to be here, I love Zach Levine. He's one of my favorite players in the Bulls uniform. Let's, let's make a trade for him. DeMar, let's put him in a position to hopefully get a title. And let's run with this and we'll see how it goes. Now, where it's probably going to go, 28 wins, 29 wins. But, you know, we had fun tonight. I had a blast. Mark, I can tell you had a blast. I haven't seen you smile like this in years. Um, and, and it's just so great to see you so happy. I know you've been, you know, recently been called the, uh, the most negative man on Twitter with your Pat Williams uh, anger and angst. Uh, he, and he did, as you, as you pointed out, only have two rebounds in 36 minutes. But even he played pretty well tonight. Don't you agree? I didn't point that out. <laughs> <laughs> sure? He did not point okay, that out. You, oh, just, you, did, did, you did just throw that at him, Fred. He didn't even say anything. <laughs> like, you were my saying God. it with your eyes. He can do it himself. Okay. <laughs> He'll do it for him, man. Go ahead, Marque. No, I'm just like, what this game reaffirmed to me is like guys like Pat, Io, and Kobe, they are who we think they are in the sense that they could be good, competent role guys around the right stars. They understand how to play that role guy game. They can fit in along the right type of players when you need them to. The way the Bulls were playing tonight and the way their lineups were constructed was they had four, sometimes even five really good defenders on the court all night. And obviously, Io and Pat are really good defenders. Kobe has made steps in that space too. But this game, like, and, and, this, and this logic that, you know, we should continue down this path and play it out with this team, trade Zach, maybe bring in some more role guys and see what you can do with this team. Like, it's not, no, the, 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 the path shouldn't change here. What I saw tonight was, okay, Pat, Kobe, Io, these guys could look really nice slotting in next to a star or two. Like, that's what I kept thinking about tonight. It was nice seeing all this, all this ball movement. It was nice the way they played on offense, but that's not really sustainable. It's not how you ultimately win in the NBA. You need that star-level half-court creator, which the team won't have if you suddenly, uh, you know, Jensen off Io and DeMar. So the, the plan should still be to rebuild, to tank, to try to get that start to put next to guys like Patrick and Io and Kobe. So... I don't, I'm not all about you know just jumping into this win here and thinking, all right, let's try to win as many games possible with this young group because that will that will hurt the team as well. But I think what we kind of inherently knew was that these guys 
if put into the right situation within the right context next to the right stars can contribute to five-man lineups that actually make sense. Nick is saying, I love a smiling Mark K. Gio uh, <laughs> saying, uh, go back to that one, uh, Joey, what Gio is talking about, uh, Billy. Thank you very much. Uh, Gio needs to keep giving rotation minutes to the young players. I love the fast-paced tempo uh, in the Bulls game. Uh, Mark K, I wanted to ask you about, uh, Billy, someone, when you, when you were talking about uh, the players and the way they played because basically nope, they had no other choice uh, but to play. I'm wondering, can you say the same about Billy? And I'm, and I'm not saying this to be negative, but I'm saying can you say the same about Billy for the lineups that he left out there for a longer time? I mean, we saw Javon Carter actually almost get 30 minutes uh, tonight, which is crazy. But I thought he did a good job leaving those lineups in. But do you think it was because he just didn't have those options to put in that he kind of went with those lineups much longer? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm glad this happened because I thought Billy was great tonight. And I'm going to take that Billy picture up because I've been hearing it from, <laughs> from a lot of quarters at this point about all the Billy thing. But, I mean, coming back to the, the way the team played and the, the way the team operated, the fact that you to have a good performance, you need to move the ball. You need to be playing both sides of the ball. What he, what be, if you remove Zach and Demar, yeah, you, you, you lose that isolation offense. You lose that half-court brilliance that occasionally appears with those guys. But it, it just gives you so much more optionality in terms of the other things that you can do, particularly on defense. And this is where the Bulls really got it done tonight. Like the Bucks' defense is bad. The fact that they gave up 120 points to this Bulls role-playing offense is criminal. But what the Bulls, the way, the reason why the Bulls won this game is because of defense. To, to hold this Bucks offense to 113 points, like that is really that. That is actually something that is sustainable. But the reason why they were able to do that, like I said before, he consistently had four or five guys out there who could defend. So there were, the, the defense was really tight tonight. The way they were guarding the point of attack was huge. It didn't put the defense into rotation. They were cleaning up the glass and the ball was moving up the court quickly and they were able to get into their stuff a lot quicker. So that's what you can say is sustainable when you've removed guys like DeMar and Zach from the rotation. But you just have so much more optionality from a defensive standpoint when you don't have both of Zach and Demar out there. I mean, the lineups with Caruso and Craig and Carter, and then you have Kobe out there with Drummond. Like that lineup was huge in the fourth quarter. So I thought Billy coached a really good game tonight on both sides of the floor. But I think part of that is just again because you don't have to rely on your stars. You know when your stars are in there that you have to play a certain way on defense because you don't have that versatility on defense. And similarly, when they're in the game on offense, the ball is naturally going to defer to them, whether that's the plan or not, but that's the way the ball will go end up. So I don't know. I really I want to break this, that, this game down from that perspective because I thought Billy coached a really good game. I thought the players responded to Billy really well. And I just wonder how much of this was just a vibes check as well, just not having that disharmony out there, I guess. A great point, though, about the defense, like because you saw those rotations, those substitutions, and he was making defensively, like they were definitely on point. Even the small thing, Fred, like you, I talked to you and I turned and I was like, oh, he's bringing in Drummond to get a rebound. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. four seconds left, and I'm like, that's yes, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. I'm not saying he hadn't done it before. I just hadn't seen him do it in a while, and I'm not. I don't know if you know he didn't want to take out certain guys because of that. But not having those two guys maybe allowed, that's you know, those kind of things to happen like that. He wouldn't have done that taking out DeMar right. and brought him in. That's a good point. I do want to go back to another uh, – I thought I saw a comment in there. and I, I think we're 
we're, we're lowering the ceiling on Kobe a little bit. I mean, Mark and I famously get in arguments about he thinks Cole Anthony's better than Kobe. I think Kobe's better than Cole Anthony. He's always been poo-pooing Kobe White along just with his shots at Mark. Mark well, his, 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 his doppelganger, uh, uh, Joe Cowley, have always been anti-Kobe for the most part. But, I mean, when you see a game like tonight, he had seven, uh, seven straight game of three or more threes, sets a record for the team, mm-hmm. uh, seven assists tonight, seven pick and 17, seven pick and 18, seven pick and 19. We know all the, all the rest. <laughs> but I think Kobe White has a, has a higher ceiling than most people think. Like I said, it's somewhere oh. between C.J. McCollum possibly and I don't know. Maybe Dane, maybe not as high as Dane, but oh, somewhere in did you say somewhere, Dane? or maybe <laughs> not, on, maybe no. not there. He's twenty three years on. old. Though. I, I do feel like he's got all star potential. He's got all star potential. Am I nuts on that? That he has all star yes. potential. Yes. It, it, Kobe, <laughs> are you telling me, Mark, right now you're going to say this? Let's get this for all posterity. Kobe White will not make an all star team. I'm looking in my book of prophecies right now. Kobe White <laughs> will make an all star team at the age of twenty seven. What say you, Mark? I say he will never make an all-star team and certainly not before the age of 27. You have this clip in posterity. You can put that in your book there, write it down, whatever you want to do. I don't care, but he's not making an all-star team. Let's let's just not get carried away. He was 7 of 20 tonight. He hit some big shots. He, He created when he needed to, seven assists. He played a good floor game. But we don't need to go to the extreme where we're saying, oh, he's going to be better than CJ McCollum or just under Damian Lillard. Can we just relax a little bit, please, Frederick? Please. Let's go to Io, though, for a second, because we all know famously we had these battles on Twitter on the night of the draft. Mark wanted to draft uh, Sharif Cooper, who's now like, working at Foot Locker. Okay, listen. I oh, wait, hold on one second. Hold on now. What? You have thrown at least six <laughs> shots at this man, <laughs> and he just, ain't done anything I, to you, dog. Just, all he did was show up well, just to come up here and talk, and all you've done is just throw shots at him, Fred. Come on, dog. If I'm going to be the ref here, i got to call it when you're throwing below the belt a little is, bit I'm now. I'm showing love for him. I'm see trying to let changed. y'all go right here, but see, I'm just saying, you got to quit throwing these shots. All right, all right? you're right. But come see on. how excited he is about Io now, and I think this is good. Io's bringing this all together. Even the guys who didn't believe in him, like Mark and Joe Cowley, it's so great <laughs> to see ridiculous. that you guys are on board now. You're ridiculous. And this is awesome. Hey, thanks. <laughs> the guys call me a meatball. I'm not a meatball. I'm a very intelligent fan, a very intelligent beyond intelligent when hey i believe in gar packs uh well obviously i shouldn't have said that because i'm going to lose half my followers but i i thought they did a good job so it's not meatball it's it's a very high level of thinking uh where were we (laughs) what were we talking about well we were right here we were taking a break it's what we were doing good idea right quick but i'm gonna take a break when i come back i do want to delve into patrick williams a little bit and let's talk about the bench also because they were absolutely awesome it was fun, man. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs yeah. up. Hit the thumbs up. We got How 487 many? people watching right now. 487 in the place and 134 <laughs> likes. Send them on in, guys. And, of course, Joey, we gonna, we'll be going to talk to the fans in the Super Chats later on as well. So get your Super Chats in also, y'all. And, of course, our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb, is going to join us soon from the UC. But in the meantime... I'm glad I get to read this ad right here, Joe, because I've been wanting to talk about this for a second. Factor meal kits. All right. So factor meal kits, they sent in the list that for us to fill out. You said, tell us what you want from us and we'll send it to you. I let them know. Hey, man, the first time they sent me meals, they sent me all of the same meal because of my restrictions. It was six of the same meal. This time I let them know I'm a pescatarian. I do eat fish. They hit me back and said, well, how about you go ahead and you just select which meals you feel you can eat, and we will get those sent out to you. It was timely, it was efficient, and the customer service is on 
point. I am very proud to be representing Factor Meal Kits, man. And the food is awesome and is delicious and properly portioned for somebody of my wonderful, beautiful size. And if you're too busy with your holiday plans to cook, but you want to make sure you're eating well, Factor is the way to go, y'all. Skip the extra trip to the grocery store, the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning, all of that. Nope. I just take mine, take that top off, put it in the oven on 375, cook it for about six minutes, right out there, ready to go. And it is delicious, Fred. I'm, I'm telling prophecies out here, Fred. This is my prophecy. <laughs> this is how I do it right here. You get yours. This is how I do it right here. And with Factor, you can rest assured you are making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their product, sites, and offices. You can enjoy extra convenience any time of day in any assortment of the 45-plus add-ons that will help suit you and get your meal right. So if you want some extra cheese on it, you want some extra almonds, anything, just let them know they will have it on there for you, man. Factor is the way to go. Want to watch your weight, get your weight down, but also eat well? This is what you want to do, y'all. Delicious, dietitian-approved, calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. I'm telling y'all, it is delicious. You need to get down. So head to factormeals.com slash C-H-G-O Bulls and get 50% off. Oh, you heard what I said, Joe. I'm gonna say it one more time because I liked it. Factormeals.com slash CHGO Bulls, y'all. 50% off is what you're gonna get. Get on down, man. You know what? I'm gonna do that again. Cause I gave you the wrong code. I ain't even finished the code properly. I'm gonna do it again, Joe. I'm gonna do it again. Factormeals.com slash CHGO Bulls 50. Don't forget that 5-0, all right? That's very important. Put that on there. Get yourself 50% off your Factor Meal Kit. Eat good, look good. It's we awesome. Have, we have uh, Mark uh, wax poetic about Factor for a while. I, well, I love, can I, can I, I talk about beer reads. for one second, Fred? <laughs> can I get on mine? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Can I talk about this beer? See, you might have had too much, Fred. Y'all let you have one of these Goose Islands, and you was feeling good. Joey, hit that horn. One more time because the Bulls won, and I feel good. And one more time, because Marquette in here and didn't try to punch Fred in the face with his verbal assault, but Fred attacked him. Oh, oh, yeah. He yes. had nothing but love for Mark. Of we course, who don't? Yeah, he's CHGO, CHGO is supported by the Goose Island Beer Company. It's been Chicago's beer since the Jordan year. That's 1988. Of course, they got that dope roster, the 312 Weedell, the Full Pocket Pilsner, the Beer Hug Family, and of course, that Oktoberfest beer. All of it is delicious. You see me over here enjoying that tropical beer hug. I call these the Herb Lawrences because I watched them chug three of these tall boys in under 30 seconds. Yes, he put it on Twitter. You guys go look at it. It was absolutely amazing. So you can grab any one of those beers, and you can grab an ultra-fresh exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. It's the Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. So I wanted to, and I'm going to come to you, Fred, talk about it. Patrick Williams. I feel nice talking about Patrick Williams when I actually watched him play well. Because usually when I say that name, it, it comes with a lot of upset and anger and, oh, my God, what the hell did you do tonight? I'm not even mad that this man had two rebounds. I'm not even mad that he was a minus seven. But I'm sitting over here, and I'm like, he had 12 points in 36 minutes. 
And I believe in that fourth quarter up until those last um, overtime buckets, he was one of five, if right. I'm not mistaken. What I liked in how he played was he was just versatile. He was athletic. And the man was constantly moving. And my God, he actually showed emotion. He actually put a mean face on, and that just did something for me, man. How'd you feel about his game? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to be honest. I didn't think he played that well until the end. I mean, if we look in Q4, he started out. Uh, he missed the, missed the shot. Vooch missed the air ball the three. Missed the dunk. Uh, he got blocked by, um, obviously, Giannis. I mean, that was a pretty embarrassing play. I mean, mm -hmm. overall... Though Patrick has definitely played better lately. He's shown a lot more aggression. Mm. He's definitely shown a little bit more confidence. I'm still not sold on a kid. I, I hate to say it. Like, I, I think he's going to be a role player. He's going to max out as a player that can hit open threes, hopefully be a good one-on-one -on -one defender. His off-ball defense still needs a lot of work. At 22 years of age, though, you got to be excited about how well he's looked the last few games, mm -hmm. especially compared to how he, he started out the season. But I think he was 0 for 4 from 3 tonight. Mm -hmm. Is that correct again? I mean, so, I mean – been up and down in terms of that for the course of the year, but big picture, you got to be excited about what you saw compared to how he's been for this year. I know Mark has been one of his biggest detractors, but you got to be excited too, Mark, right? After his performance tonight. Well, I would say I've been very consistent in my Patrick Williams takes, and all I've ever asked for Patrick is just to be a role guy, do the role guy things, move off ball, hit your threes, play good defense. He didn't hit his threes tonight, but he did the other things. That, that play which you referenced, which you said was embarrassing, which it clearly wasn't when, when Giannis blocked him, what did Pat do on that play? He didn't just stand there. He cut off ball. He caught the defense napping, and he created an opportunity where, yeah, he got blocked, but he, he gave the ball that opportunity at the room to actually score and go up there. So these are the things I've always asked of Pat and why I've consistently been frustrating of Patrick because he can show you that he can do these things, but for whatever reason, it comes and goes. I don't think what the way Pat played tonight, like you, I, he could replicate that with Zach or Demar. I know we're we're talking about this team and how different they looked without Zach and Demar, but I don't think Pat did anything really tonight that was so glaring. Where I don't think he could do that with the other guys in in the lineup. And again, that's another frustration that I've had with 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 Pat. But I thought he was really good tonight. He's been good the last two or three games. His season is starting to turn around. It would have been nice if he had some more um, three point makes tonight, but. Sometimes that's not going to happen. But what else are you giving me? I thought his ball movement was really good. The way he was putting it on the deck and actually being aggressive. Again, it's not like the Bulls were force-feeding him possessions. It's not like he was just creating a pick and roll all night. That was mostly Kobe running the thing. But Pat, when those opportunities came to him, he took advantage of them. And those opportunities are there for him every single time. So I'm beating a dead horse. I'm repeating myself over and over because I've, I, I can see this in Pat, like that he is... Or he can be a good role guy. But the question is, why Why do you need to force it out of him? Why, why does it only come every one, of, one in four games type thing? That's that's the frustration. But I thought he had a really good game tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you. That That is the frustration. But And I think we got and – and I've said this before, Marquet, about players like Ayo. Like, he, he's more of a guy who is an actor who needs to understand – who wants to know his motivation – instead of just actually going out and, you know, acting. And, I'm, you know, you're telling him, dude, you're just, you know, you're candy clerk number four. Like, I, you don't need to know all of that. But he's like, no, I need to know the motivation, the movement. How do I do this? Where was I born? You know what I mean? How was my father raised? You know, and all this other stuff. Like, bro, you have one line. I don't need you to do all of that. Right. But it just feels like Patrick is that kind of player. But I think he responds better also 
when he's more involved uh, in the offense. And again, and, and this is a very small sample of what I'm pointing to, but the game against the Celtics when he was at the five was the most active in, in that I really honestly seen him in a way that I like, I'm saying. In a way like he just wasn't looking around like, what do I do next? He was just playing the game. Because when you're playing that position at the five, everything is coming to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's, everything's coming to you. And he was just like that. He was just move, constant movement. He was active on his man. His defense was solid. All of those things were checking out. He's that kind of player, like, if you're not having him involved, he'll just, you know, I don't know, go color. You know, like he, he won't be on that focus like that. So I just feel like he's that kind of player. I'm not saying if, if it's right or if it's wrong, but it just feels like he's that kind of guy. But tonight, it just kind of clicked for him because he also had a challenge also in guarding Giannis. Like, he didn't just have to get out there and get those minutes, but he had a challenge in guarding Giannis. I think he absolutely – you bring up a great point, though. Or One of the, the, uh, the uh, tweets I saw here that came through about Angry Pat is where it's at because uh, – Today I saw more emotion from him than I've, I think I've seen all year. He always, you know, for most of the year he plays like he's drinking warm milk and Nyquil, and it's like <laughs> you see how excited he was tonight, and he actually played with a high degree of energy. That's what we need from him. I just that's I'm just so frustrated because you could see the guy has a ton of talent. It's just not a consistent effort. Mm-hmm. It just isn't. He's not attacking the the offensive boards like he should. I mean, he played 36 minutes tonight, two rebounds. You look at a guy like Drummond who pulls out 14. Uh, 14 boards in 13 minutes. I mean, it's incredible when you see the contrast. Some guys are just have that I want to dominate, will to dominate. I think Kobe has that. I don't think Pat has that. So, I mean, I think Pat's going to have a long career in the NBA. He can hit the three at a very high level. But I think when you look back on his career, people are always going to be frustrated. Like, we expected more out of him. And I know people, he's 22 years old. I'm sure he can develop. But I just feel like this is a guy that if you can move him for another asset, we should look at doing that. Marque, we got to uh, wrap this one up because we got to bring in your boy, the GOAT, to come talk to us. But I will definitely give you the final word, sir, and what you have to say about this game tonight. Well, I was just going to say on Pat, like I think the only reason people are disappointed with Pat is, well, well, I mean, there's varying reasons. But for those that wanted star upside for Pat, like they're disappointed for that reason. But for those of us who just wanted him to be a guy, a good, competent two-way guy, this is the game that you want to see more often. And for me, like, I, again, coming back to the point that we, even with Zach and Damar, are they holding Pat back? I still maintain they're not. To me, Pat just wanted to be more involved tonight. Like, it's not, like I said, it's not like they were giving him opportunities on ball and creating off ball, or on ball rather, and, you know, creating pick and roll and doing that lead guy thing. He was just hunting the ball and, not, and hunting it from an off ball position. So it's a different mindset. I just don't understand why that mindset can't be there when the other guys are there. Because again, it's not like he was in on ball role today. But I'll leave you be, Dave. Unfortunately, you have to, you know, sit there next to Frederick for a little bit longer. But um, it was good to catch up with you, Fred. It was um, an experience seeing you. Um, but I'm just glad that I was able to talk to you, Dave, today on on, on a Bulls win. And I hope in segment three, you guys continue to espouse the uh, the greatness of Billy Donovan while I'm out of here. Mm. Well, it's always good to have the two legends and Mark on one show together. So it's always good to see you, my friend. <laughs> wow. Have a good one. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Bye, man. Mark. I like talking to you, too. <laughs> Joey Me over here you in too. the back. Oh, yeah. oh man. We're going to take a, uh, our budding rivalry. Yes. I'm going to take Kidding. a quick break, man. And then we're going to bring in our guy, the GOAT, ladies and gentlemen, to talk to us real quick. And that should be awesome. But first, 
it's time to get your workout in. You got to get your body right. You got to get it tight. And the place to get it done at is the Midtown Athletic Club, ladies and gentlemen. They got four awesome locations, one in Palatine, Bannockburn, Willowbrook, and, of course, the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. It is Matt Peck's sister approved. And, of course, the Midtown Palatine location has launched the multi-million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete in early 2024 in time for all your New Year's resolutions to be answered. Listen, you can lock in those favorable rates if you join before the end of the year. They got something for everybody there. Single people, families with kids, people looking to make lifestyle changes, holistic wellness. All of these things cover over 100 classes per week. Yoga, boxing, spinning, cycling, cross training, group exercise, high intensity interval training. They got the outdoor indoor tennis courts. They got the outdoor indoor hot tub. They got it all, man. All right? They got the Lux locker rooms. And these are not just regular stuff, no. This is boutique quality that we're talking about out here, man, with the Midtown Athletic Club. So head on over, midtown.com slash CHGO. Find out more and to get a tour of the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you because it's the Midtown Athletic Club. Sweat it out. But, of course, to get to the Midtown Athletic Club, you know what you're going to need? Tell me what you're going to need. What you going to need? What you going to need? You need uh, Anybody? a way to get there? Hey, yeah. there, you there you go. This man is smart. He understands things. And the way to get there is going with our guy, Ray. He's on point and he's driving and he's looking smooth and he's looking cool, man. Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. First of all, shout out to them again for having the show. It was incredible that they did that. What's up? <laughs> we are... I, well, continue to shout out Ray. Ray. Can I continue to shout out? I know we ain't doing it. I know. But I just want to Ray. shout out my man Ray. I'm just shouting out my man Ray because I like Ray. All right. Can I say the name Ray? Of course. Ray. I love Ray. Because I just want to shout. That's why I was just shouting him out for allowing him to do the show out there with Cole Komet. Which was that was really one awesome, of my man. that was an unbelievable show. That was that with was the, incredible with the show. Toys for Tots fundraiser that yes. was going on. Cole yes. Komet. I, yes. That was a really, I, you know, I mean, it, it didn't. Wasn't quite, you know, Bulls, Bucks at Wangs and Rangs, but it was close. It <laughs> you was, gotta have your Wangs, Joe. Was very close. Well, you know who else was with us at Wangs and Rangs? Oh, I remember. And it this wasn't man just right here, he was there. Will the go got leave is in so effect. Great. Look at the perfectness of the quaff, ladies and gentlemen. Look at oh it. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is him on your screen, oh man. It's like looking awesome and amazing. Beats. Yes. So or Tiger Beat. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like one one he doesn't know what that is. This is a young man right here, sir. <laughs> okay. Follow him at Will underscore got leave. Will, is this your first time meeting this gentleman, C Red Fred? No. <laughs> it's not my first time, but I am certainly very happy to see you, Frederick. Awesome to see you too, Will. And we are happy to, to sit here and talk about this Bulls win that just happened tonight. What was that, Will? Like, that was the Bulls team that we have been complaining about seeing, the type of team and the type of style also that we wanted them to play, like Billy Donovan had wanted them to play. Everybody touched the ball. They had all – the entire starting five was in double figures, led by Vooch, who was just out of his mind. Like, what did you make of this game tonight, man? I mean, it seems kind of cliche, but they just tried the whole time. Like they gave effort for the entire 48 minutes from the tip 
on and like what a miracle that can have you know it's like this team can just kind of like trudge through the mud for two and a half quarters three quarters and think they can get themselves back in games if demar goes hero mode down the stretch and they didn't have that luxury to fall back on today and so i think there was this sense of urgency that typically they start to feel when they're down 10 in the fourth quarter but tonight they felt it from the tip and i think that made a huge difference and just like the way that they played um the style like it was just so much more enjoyable to watch so much more um just gratifying and you could sense like in the locker room after the game these guys were just like very happy and relieved to have gotten a win and to have played well um and i think a lot of people are going to be thinking well they did this without zach and damar so what does that mean about the future um and i think there's probably some truth and merit to that but also these guys were also just kind of saying like oh yeah when we get those guys back we're going to be even better so i think that's sort of a, a different mentality than kind of what i had and i think a lot of people um on twitter have been expressing since the game ended but yeah i mean that was just a different team and i think it really just comes down to them trying and playing with effort for 48 minutes i'm curious well when, when you're there you're that close who is the leader of this team without you know it, it, vooch is not a vocal leader right like when you have Demar out, when you have Zach out, who would you say was the leader of the team this evening? So I, I think Vooch was one of them. I think Caruso was probably the main guy, but Vooch even kind of said it after the game. You know, our two best players were out. I felt like I had to be step up into more of a leadership role. Like he, he's very clear about understanding how talented he is, but I think it's just a difficult situation to navigate when you have three all-star caliber players on your team. Uh, to kind of pick your spots. And none of those guys, like you said, are super vocal leaders. Um, you know, Damar is really great with the young guys, and he's really good at, like, commanding a game and calming everybody down and, like, making sure that you get a good shot when you need to. Um, Zach is one of those guys that just, like, leads by example and um, is kind of, like, the leader by default when he's as talented as he is. And I think Vuj can be uh, a strong leader, but there's just not, like, you know, it's not like the Derrick Rose leads by example and Joakim Noah leads by, uh, you know, is the vocal leader dynamic. Like, there's not really that uh, dynamic that, that the three of those guys play off. So I, I think Caruso is kind of like the coach on the floor. I think he really stepped up tonight. You could even tell from the very beginning of the game he was kind of commanding uh, the offense and just kind of getting guys organized. But, but I do think Booch kind of stepped into that role tonight, and I think he, you know, obviously felt good about it because he played so well. Kobe I mean Kobe just watching this game it seems like he is that leader on the floor he brings the energy he's like a guy I think that the team's actually looking to to really you know step up in these key moments do you feel yeah, that, that was way a too? huge story that was a huge storyline uh early on in the season like Kobe has definitely taken a step forward in that area and you kind of have to if you're going to be the starting point guard of the team right like you need somebody uh confident up there who can command the game as as good as Damar and Zach are at facilitating and at scoring and just playing with the ball in their hands like that's not their entire job and I think the team has kind of pushed because it's warranted because he's gotten a lot better at it they've kind of pushed Kobe into that role um, and I think he has made such strides there from like a maturity standpoint uh, understanding the game I, I think he's really stepped forward there as well but to me just kind of from the opening tip it just felt like Caruso was really like pulling this team in the direction they needed to go and absolutely needed that tonight with, without two of their best players. Yeah, well, we were talking about uh, Patrick Williams uh, with Mark K. 
in the game that he had. And just looking at the numbers, I think his impact was a little bigger than what uh, his numbers were. Uh, even though just the two rebounds in the 36 minutes, and I believe he was a minus seven with the 12 points and didn't hit a three. But I, the fact that he was solid defensively, uh, just really aggressive on the floor, it, knowing where to be, you know, his cuts were on point. Um, the fact that I actually saw him show emotion twice in a game. I watched him hit hit the step back and the look on his face, and he scowled. And then when he gets the steal at the end of the game, he didn't dribble it out. He actually went and dunked it and hung on the rim a little bit. Like, I just really like seeing that from Patrick Williams. And, you know, I know it's few and far between, but what did you think of his game? Because it, it just looked different, even though the numbers were still kind of what they were. Yeah, he. I, we talked to him at practice this morning, and one thing that he said that stuck with me was like, you know, he was talking about, it was kind of like an offhanded comment and talking about how they can like regain some urgency and momentum here having lost to the Celtics so bad. And he kind of said like, they, they tried to embarrass us. And I think he felt that frustration today, and I was kind of just shooting it with him after he did his media, and he was saying like, yeah, there was some frustration there with that last dunk especially. Um, I think he, yeah, some maybe it was just like that game kind of triggered him in some way. Um, he also talked about how, and he said this a bunch, like when Zach and DeMar and Vuj are on the floor, those are three all-stars. Those guys get a lot of touches and everybody else has to kind of fit around them. And when one or more of them are out, that's just naturally going to be more opportunity for everyone else. And he doesn't say it in like a demeaning way or like a, jealous or envious kind of way it's just like the nature of the situation when you're playing with those guys there are fewer touches to go around and I think my big takeaway from this game was they didn't have DeMar to fall back on if like the first or second action in a play didn't work if they got out in transition couldn't get anything pulled it back out got into a Kobe pick and roll with Vooch swung to the corner and Io hesitated and didn't shoot that three Typically, that's a give it back to DeMar and he'll just go get a shot at the elbow. And today they didn't have that to fall back on. And I think that required them to problem solve in the moment and try to figure their way out of those things. And I think Patrick said this to me, and I totally agree that like that's going to really benefit them long term, where they're not playing with that crutch of DeMar can just go save the day for us. Like They have to problem solve their way out of that. And I think that's really good for them. Goat, uh, Bulls as a team tonight recorded 32 assists, which was their highest mark of the season, uh, about 11 higher than their average. Obviously, the game went into overtime. Um, you know, obviously, this was done without their two most ball-dominant players on the court. So what did you notice in terms of sort of what, what stood out to you about how they were playing stylistically? And do you think that they could sort of carry some of this over when they get those two back? Because it did sort of look towards the end, especially like – we were noticing, you know, they were finding some cutters mm-hmm. and moving the ball around late, and it, and it just seemed like they were playing with a little bit more of a flow. So I'm curious how you think that might look uh, when they get their two guys back. Yeah, I think it's a great question, and it's something that they all kind of addressed. Um, you know, like I said before, they, they're they not taking this as a, like, oh, we can do it without them. They're taking this as a look what we can do and then look how much better we, we will be when we get them back. Like, they all believe they can play – with this pace, with those guys on the floor. And I think they kind of needed to prove it to themselves, which is why I think they felt really good about this win. It was against a really good team, obviously, but also just like having been beaten down for four or five or however many games, um, I think they just like needed a confidence booster like this. But like I said, I mean, with the Patrick thing, they needed to problem solve their way out of tough situations tonight. And 
where that typically is just a Damar bailout, now they had to like pass their way out of it. They had to cut their way out of it. They had to create open looks for themselves. Um, and I think, you know, the first play of the game, nobody's going to recognize this, but they ran like an elbow split and it got tipped away. And I can't remember if it was Bulls ball out of bounds or if it got turned over, but it, it just, from the very start of the game, they recognized that they needed to do some more cutting and like create openings for themselves in different ways without those two guys. And I think they can still do those things when they come back. They can still get out and transition. You know, Billy Billy said after the game, they don't want to be like a a speed merchant team. Like they're not going to be running up and down and turning the ball over a bunch. They still want to be deliberate. They still want to be careful. But yeah, on missed shots, they're going to get the ball up the court and try to run. And I think they just need to like blend those two things. That's really what worked best with Lonzo is that they were able to blend this sort of like half court deliberate iso ball style of DeMar and Zach and Vooch with the Lonzo just grab a rebound and go and, you know, throw a half court hit head pass. Like I think there's still a lot of that stuff in there, but when you have three guys that all like to slow it down and those guys dominate the touches, now all of a sudden that's the style that you're playing. And I think they, they kind of needed to have this moment of like, yeah, well we can still get out and run. And there are, there's going to be opportunities for us to do that even when those guys come back. And I think they're kind of excited to see, to, to blend that back in. Uh, I see Colin in the chat saying, uh, hate to say it. No, it's hate to tell you, Colin. That's what you. it is. Hate to tell you. But you know what I don't hate to tell them, young Joseph? I don't hate to tell them that it's goon of the nighttime, Joey. Woo! Oh, I don't hate it at all, baby. Goon of the night. Goon of the night, brought to you by I, I Empire was, Today Flooring. Get your flooring done. I right. was worried it wasn't even going to work. It's been so long since <laughs> since we've done this. It's been a minute, man, but it feels. Does good the to belt do it have today. like a nice like if you like a bunch of dust on it? If yeah. you run your head, this is why I keep it in the special packaging that it comes in, so it's always pristine and ready to go and in your face right here. Uh, but will sir, you will the go Gottlieb. Who is your goon? of the night? Uh, there's so many good options. And you mentioned so many guys in double figures. I mean, eight different guys scored 10 or more points. That's crazy. And yeah, I just, that just leaves me with so many options. I would probably go Caruso just cause he had the game tying three, seven turnovers, not so great, but I, I just loved the way that he played and kind of connected everybody, even though he kind of didn't play for like, he played the first four minutes and then uh, of the first quarter, and then like the last five minutes, he barely played in the first half. But just the impact is always there. And then he had the steal of the inbounds pass to basically uh, seal the game, and threw it ahead to Patrick for the dunk. I'm, I'm go with Caruso. Mm, I like it, uh, Spathis, sir. Who's so, your goon of the night? Yeah, I like to do the goon of the night based off who I think you're going to give it to. <laughs> okay. Not necessarily who I think is the goon of the night. So, But I'm going to split that. That okay. being said, I think if you're going with the player, uh-huh. got to be Pat Williams tonight. Mm. I, think, mm. I think what we saw, the aggressiveness, I would have given it to Pat just for the attempted dunk on Giannis. He did. He went he up did for, it, for it. But me and, you know, Dave, you noticed when he hit that one shot, I mean, I said, like, and he was making that mean face, like, come here, you're not going to guard me out here. I mean, well, you have six points on the night, so I don't think they're <laughs> trying to disrespect you that much. But but we love seeing that from his mindset. But another thing for me, if I'm going another direction, 
It's got to be C. Red Fred tonight Aye. coming in with the book of prophecies. <laughs> and I think, I think willing the Bulls, sparking them to a win. He, mm. I think Vucevic might have, you know, he's warming up with the AirPods on pregame. He might have had the pregame show on some bulletin board material. <laughs> but no, C. Red Fred, it was great to have him. He was, oh. I'm impressed. He was taking notes. He yeah. was asking great questions. He was, he was very locked in and, and he was hyped too. Yeah. And, those are my co-goon in the nights. Yeah, Will, he he was he was I giving it to Vooch hard. I he was giving it to him pretty hard in yeah. that pregame, sir. Pretty hard. Uh, see Red Fred. I got to yes. give it to Kobe White. Mm. Uh, Kobe White with 23 points. He played 44 minutes, mm. uh, four, four rebounds, seven assists. I just love his energy. I think he's been so much exponentially better on the defensive end. And I really think the Bulls have something special here, potentially in a backcourt that is on a very low-cost contract with Io and Kobe. I could foresee a situation three or four years down the line that both these guys become something special in a backcourt, and then you'll have a lot more money under the cap to do some creative things with your front court and center position. So uh, Kobe just continues to impress. Love the kid. Love everything about him, his energy, his leadership. Kobe White is the goon of the night. Mm, I like that, man. Damn, let's feast with it. Well, it's a tough one. Because there are many wonderful candidates. And shout out Tory Craig and Andre Drummond as well, who, who also were, were gooning it up out there tonight. Uh, my goon of the night. Goes to see Red Fred. All right. Hey, here you go, sir. Thank you. Goon of the night, sir. Put it up, put it up for Adrian. you one time. Adrian. Goon of the night. I did it. I'll just tell you. Thank it, you. That's not who I was going to choose, but I was moved by Joey Spathis <laughs> and what he that. had to say. And I said, you know what? That is absolutely right. The man brought out a red book of prophecies, and he was in there writing it down. <laughs> I was writing it all down. And you were ready to go when you thought the Bulls were losing. You were ready to come uh, here and rip Vooch <laughs> a new one. He was ready to do it, even though he balled out. But, sir, you were a fan. It was a joy and a pleasure as it always is to sit here and watch. I can see Mark's you. excited. It's great to, <laughs> great to see that. Mark. The book of prophecies is like a real thing. Yeah. I didn't realize how real it was. He's like, there is, there is prophecies that are coming out of it. Oh, yeah. I, I, he's writing in it, but then he's also flipping in the back and he's like, oh, this is what's about to happen here for yeah. the next They're well, about to draw one up and throw it to Kobe. I'm like, right. how are you seeing this? Well, that's, <laughs> I, I, I do have a degree, a master's degree of prophecy from the University of uh, Northeast <laughs> Idaho State. So thanks to all my fellow prophets out there. The, the Northeast Idaho prophets are an excellent university. <laughs> and um, I just can't say enough great stuff about my time over there. Uh, Will, I'm not going to subject you to this any longer. <laughs> Will, <laughs> I'm gonna, Dude, you I'm get out of here, say, sir. Fred, if, if the Bulls win a championship in Kobe White's seventh season with the team, what what will happen then? That's a great question. Mm. Let me a That's why he's the go. Holy cow. Well, you got to join us. You got to join us. I know a lot of people over there. If you want to come on in and be a prophet with us, uh, I've got a great. Yeah, if I could get a letter of recommendation, that would be <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. AK just said, uh, red book guy got to market. <laughs> <laughs> You won't believe some of the things I have in here. Oh, actually, I will. Right, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely good. believe it. That's will, good. thank you for joining us, man. Thanks, Appreciate brother. you coming on, man. Thank we will guys. see you Great very, very you. soon. Get home safe, You're my friend. You're the real goat.
Take it easy, my man. Uh, right, we're going to take another some... quick one more break. Let's do it. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into some of those super chats. But before we do that, got to talk to you about DraftKings. Oh, in the NBA, the game can change in an instant. But no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. So win or lose, guess what? You get an instant dub, y'all. You're going to be okay. So make sure you get that Sportsbook app, that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Check out the lines and the odds and make sure everything is correct and that Joey Spathis knows what he's talking about because Joey Spathis is going to be putting some things down on it along with Matt Peck and along with Fred. You get down? I'm down. Man, get down. He partakes. Rock and roll. The man partakes, man. Like I said, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code CHGO. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that code CHGO. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Goon of the night, Jake asking if it's in the if it's in DraftKings. That'd be a good bet. <laughs> Goon of the night, uh, over unders on hat throws officially. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like a, maybe a bet for when will will call time of death mm. when we're watching the game with That's him. A good one. I like that one too. I like that. Uh, but yeah, we've got some super chats to hit tonight. Let's do it, Young Spathis. All right, we'll do it here. Flipside twenty three. That is Jr. from Gr, who sat in the very seat that Fred is sitting in just uh, about a week or so ago. Most fun and entertaining Bulls game so far. Amazing when a team plays with heart and passion like they're supposed to do. Shout out to my guy forever, Denzelin like a felon, C Red Fred. <laughs> Love Jay. Great. Shout out Great Flipside, dude. man. Great dude. Shout out to uh, him, McBaconator you, says, first, I need Zach and DeMar gone. Second, I really enjoyed this volleyball game tonight. Yeah, that by the way, the play where I literally said that where Io jumped. Where C. Red Fred was like, that was a play of the year yeah. to keep the ball in bounds. He, he, yeah. he yeah. was just like jumping just to get a just to get a fingertip on that and, one. And, 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 it, was, and it was a huge play. Huge play it ended up being a huge three. I really enjoyed this volleyball game tonight. Number three, Vooch plays this style so much better than Zach and Demar black hole ISO. Mm. Black hole ISO. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm. It's changing. We'll see what it is because they still feel they can do some things with them, man. But. I don't know. We'll find out. Go Isamel ahead, Pina says, trade Zach and Namar to speed the team up. Let's see what these young guys got. Vooch looks better surrounded by shooting and plus defenders. It reminded me of him in, in Orlando. It really did. Yeah. It just reminded me of that time, man, when he was just surrounded by guards and shooters. And when yeah. they had so much success getting to the first round. Mm-hmm. And he played well tonight, didn't he, Fred? He did. Yeah, I admit, he can't really. It's I, like I want to apologize for calling him a poor man's Nurkic. You, you that said was, that. That was, that was a mistake. You, you did say he's this. He's a rich man's Nurkic. You, wow. you said he's not even a poor man's. <laughs> 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 did I say that? Yes, no. you did. You I did. Apologize. It happened. It happened. Said it. Good for Vooch, honestly. Honestly, he balled yeah. out. It was good for him. He did. And, and it good, strong. you know. I and and for teams to see like in the right context, like when you're running your offense through him, he's still a very effective player. And, and I saw someone was commenting about this earlier. Like, I think almost if his value is going down slightly, it's like, it, it's not the, like, seeing him as somebody who a, a contender can make a run for even to bring off the bench. Like, you sure. know, well, and, Joey, and, yeah, and 15 just and 10 a wider scope of, like, you know, when the Bulls traded for him, he was a two-time All-Star. You're not, like, now it's like, you know, he doesn't necessarily need to be the guy, but I, mm-hmm. we, you'd be lying if you're like, no team would be, any somewhat interested. The contract's not great and whatever, but mm. he's still a talented but that player. That third year mm. kills it. 
You're like, right. He, he would have been traded if it was a two-year. You could have got Oklahoma City needs him, Golden State. You can make an argument. All these teams are going against Denver. Mm-hmm. But you added that third year, and those teams are, are need Like I, Oklahoma City has to sign all these guys. They're not going to It won't be easy, but I do still think that a team that if going all in, you know, I – but it just it depends Maybe. on the context. I mean, what he, they they've got to have the like salaries coming out. Yeah, of course. I mean, but but that's yeah. what I'm saying is like he's he's got that in him tonight. I just like with the construction of this team, it's hard for him to play like that. But we've yeah, already hit on all that. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Ray, Fred is the best. I love him. In the oh. one true prophet we trust. Love you, Matthew Ray. Love you, man. <laughs> well, winning bulls just brings out that the guy. People. Regarding uh, the Top Duke, notch. the Duke, aka John Wayne, the Duke. He did not who that was, man. Regarding Mark K saying, let's not get carried away, dot, 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 I'm streaking with a Kobe White jersey painted on my upper body, shooting the moon to my Bucks fan neighbors. Too much? <laughs> you do you, dude. Just for the record, Just be safe. Mark likes Cole Anthony ahead of Kobe White. You've already said this. All right, just remind everyone. Jelly, so please go after him. Jelly, shout out to you, my guy, Jelly. He says, yelled so loud at the wind that I woke up the kiddo and I had to get him back to sleep. Rip Van Vucci woke up from his season slumber. If Billy doesn't adjust and capitalize on this, I'm going to blow an effing gasket. <laughs> All right, Jelly. Um, Keep the kids in it. bed now. Uh, the Duke again says, pack trade rumors. Is that why he was held out tonight? <laughs> hey, Joey, you should make it so if you hit the heart thing in the chat, it automatically likes the video. It'll get you 10,000 likes per show and make swearing okay. It makes swear. That's the most important Hit part. the heart thing in the chat. I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. I'll figure it out. It's the most important thing. Um, nice, fun game. This is from AK. Nice, fun game. Everyone played hard, including the bench, and no one had to cater to DeMar or Zach. Man, they turned them into the villains tonight, man. Like, yeah. man, goodness gracious. And That's then, last but not least, one from George Spathis. He uh-huh. had the 999 attack. The legend. The, the whatever. Heart, hustle, defense, and ball movement equals watchable games. Oh, shout out, Mr. Spaffis. I can't disagree Young with you, George. George Spaffis, that's Joey's uh, father right there. Oh, that's awesome. George, can't can't disagree with you. Good, that's a good take there. Shout yeah, out Lisa right. also, man. That's it. That's it. That's, those man. are the super chats for the night. That feels that's good, man. Fred, it was a pleasure having you here, man. I, I can't thank you guys enough for having me. I mean, I love this show. I listen to it every morning on the pod when I walk my dog. I laugh every day. I think you guys are awesome, what you do. The fans, it's incredible. It's an, it's, it's an honor to even just be in this uh, seat where, you know, the great Matt Peck is usually, and uh, it's been great, man. Thanks well, actually, he's me. in this seat because he didn't, oh, you know. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, he, well, he, he didn't want was... you in this seat at all. <laughs> are you serious? Real, well, I'm like, taking it all back then. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> no, he loves you. He sends his love. Yeah, I love uh, Matt, But he told me to let you know you're crazy. He just wanted right, you to I, know that I, also. I believe but, it. I believe one yes, more from ISO Noah. I know we won without Zach and Debo, but we will need the other guys in certain games. They need to adjust and step up their game. Love y'all. Love you too. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah. And you're right. Other guys got to step up, man. So it's going to be interesting going forward for this team. Will, will DeMar and Zach sit out the next game? If Hopefully. they don't, what it, will it look like if they come back? It's, it's going to be interesting, man. So more questions to be answered. So you guys stay tuned, man. Shout out to my man Joey Spathis. Follow him at Joey Spathis on the quest for 2K. That's our guy Fred over here. Follow him at CBE Fred. Yes, he is Fred. All of that. I am Big Dave. Follow me at Bow Sports, B-A-W-L Sports. Thank you. We shall return, man. Y'all enjoy your night. Enjoy this win. And, yeah, don't wake the children. Have a wonderful, man. Peace and love, love to all, all y'all, man. We out. Adrian. <laughs> Thank you.
<laughs> this is great, man. We did it! We did it! We're all silly like the